Welcome back to the Spiritual AF Life Podcast, Starshine. Today, we are going to be talking about ascension. Oh my gosh, I think that this is a topic that is long overdue, and I had done a lot of research, I have a whole bunch of my own experiences, and I just felt really guided to share a lot of really interesting things with you because there is no doubt that we are going through some incredible spiritual things in a global level. So some crazy things, you know, you cannot deny. So for example, the queen passing away last week is very monumental. A lot of craziness with COVID and everything else that has just changed our world like upside down and inside out practically. And so a lot of us are experiencing ascension symptoms. A lot of us are waking up. We're going through a lot of this and it affects our mind, body, and soul. So we really need to talk about this. So today I'm not going to be getting into like the 3D, 4D, 5D shift and things like that. That is its own big beast that we are going to have to really talk about uh, one day maybe with an expert as well that really has done a lot of their homework. So that is probably going to be on the agenda for this podcast. But today I really wanted to talk about awakening spiritually and then also ascension. So with ascension specifically, I'm going to be giving you 20 symptoms that is going to help you recognize if you are going through an ascension process. And we're also going to talk a little bit about what to expect in the stages of awakening and ascending. And also, you know, how do you ascend? So just in case you are having some difficulties and maybe you are stuck in a rut and that kind of thing. And you're like, okay, I feel like I've been on the same level for so long and I'm really, really wanting to get to that next level. I'll also be helping you out with that. And then if you are having any of the ascension symptoms that we are talking about today, I'm also going to be giving you 20 things that you can do. All right. Are you ready? Let's get right into it. So what I wanted to talk about first, though, is awakening versus ascension, okay? Because they are different. So with awakening, we're really talking about a spiritual awakening. So a lot of times this is going to be when you opened up to the spiritual world. This is going to be you seeing beyond the veil. You finally realizing that there is more to life than meets the eye. You have awoken and you have seen that things are not always as they seem. They are not like how maybe a majority of people in your life are seeing life, okay? You are seeing that, wait a second, I really truly believe that there is a higher power. There is something crazy going on here. You know, everything cannot be coincidental. Everything cannot be just written off, you know, and you are going through this awakening process to see that maybe doctors don't know everything. Maybe scientists don't know everything yet. Okay. You also might be just drawn to spiritual teachers and leaders like Deepak Chopra, Eckhart Tolle, you know, maybe even Oprah, you know, Super Soul Sundays might've helped you awaken or all of a sudden you're having dreams, right? Where they are so vivid or they are so real and no one else can explain them away. Maybe you're really feeling that call in your heart that there is something more that you are meant to do in this life. 
and it can really show up in your life in different ways when you are awakening maybe you awakened because you went to a psychic okay and they just like hit home right with you where something that they said just resonated deep inside of your soul you know or maybe you actually did go to a holistic fair or maybe you caught one of those shows or maybe somebody came in your life and they totally made you think a different way and you know some things that are coming up for me right now is not just Virginia and all that jazz but it was before I went to Virginia and I had this amazing friend I don't think she'll mind me if I say her name her name was Crystal Lynn shout out if you're listening girl and I didn't know this at the time, but she was someone in my life that was helping me awaken. And it was really funny because she was talking to me about this lady named Doreen Virtue who like talks with angels and stuff. And I was like, I remember the day that she brought it up. I was actually kind of scared. You know, I was like, oh my God, that sounds so scary. You know, I don't think I even told her this. And so I started like awakening and I started just exploring. And I'm just going to go through right now. Um, I believe that. This is from um, Psychic Goddess, and it's the four stages of awakening. And so here they are. They're going to be the darkness, okay? And this is where you might feel deep sadness or confusion, a feeling that you've been lied to or that life isn't what you were told that it was, okay? So there's that step one. They're going to go on to step two, which is like the hermit or isolation stage. And it says, a pull to spend some time alone, a need to avoid small talk, a desire to find deeper meaning. And then we're going on to three, which is the rebirth. And it's awareness that you've been unconscious, sleepwalking through life, attached to endless stream of thoughts in your mind. You've been really attached to the ego side of yourself. And then in stage four is the conscious self. As awareness that we are powerful co-creators, our life experiences, right? We purpose, empathy, flexibility, and grace are embodied. That is really when you waken up. And the reason why I wanted to bring up these stages right now was because I don't know if I really went through the darkness stage. So I'm not sure how you are feeling right now about your awakening process or maybe some people around you. I didn't really have that deep sadness or confusion. Well, maybe I was confused a little bit, like what the heck is going on here? You know, so when I started meditating and, you know, my husband would be like, how do you know these things? Like I really was confused. I never had the feeling of, you know, anger or sadness that I had been lied to. I really had this feeling of, oh my God. I am on the edge of something and I cannot wait to share with other people what's going on because if this is helping me as much as it has, it's going to help other people out. And this is way, way in the beginning. This is before I even found out I was psychic and things like that. This is just through that awakening process of after losing my grandmother and seeing the medium and getting messages during my meditation, all of a sudden I'm like, wait a second, this is kind of crazy. So then I remember... The second stage that we just talked about, which is the hermit isolation stage, and I remember finishing that book that I love, and I'll link it in the comments, um, that is The Afterlife of Billy Fingers. And I remember reading that, and I was on my dock at the time, and I just put my book down, and I said, wow, Heather, you finally figured it out. You finally put together all the little missing pieces of your heart, and now what are you going to do? And I remember thinking to myself, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to learn so much about this incredible earth that I have been placed upon. That's what I'm going to do. I've already figured out the spiritual side of things. I know everything now. Not, not everything. I didn't really feel like I knew everything. But it's like my, my soul felt complete. I felt like I had the answers. 
And like I said, this is before, you know, like my ascension, if you will, um, into the psychic realm and that kind of thing. So definitely relate to that. And then the rebirth, it's like where you really, really feel and you realize that you've been sleepwalking through life, that there is way more like those signs that you've been seeing, those coincidences and things like that. Those are not just things to, you know, brush off their craziness. And I remember going to Virginia and feeling like I was on this incredible, um, spiritual roller coaster. And I was like, Oh my God. Like I remember walking around my room just thinking, Oh my God, life is so incredibly crazy. I can't believe I'm going through this. Like I remember thinking like, Oh my God, I have just communicated to the other side with my ex. You know what I mean? That was like, you know, trying to kill me that whole thing that we had talked about before. And I couldn't even believe it. I'm like, is this really happening? Because I couldn't discount what that medium had said about him. I'm like, this is really, truly real. How could they have known these things, you know? And that's when I really, truly became a believer. And I felt like it was a rebirth. And then the fourth stage, the conscious self, what we just talked about, you know, that you are a powerful co-creator in your life experience. And then all of a sudden, you just start getting, you know, your elbow grease and you start really working on okay what kind of life do I really want to have and you have to have a sit down with yourself and be like okay if I am truly the manifester the creator of my life right now and you look at your life it's like wow I can really put it in perspective it's like has anything that I've been saying or doing or thinking contributing to my life being the way that it is so just kind of think about that, put that in the back of your mind. I don't want to put too much pressure on you. But the thing is, you know, honestly, this is true. And the more that we are thinking and putting energy towards the life that we want, the more that we will see it change. Okay. And that's where I really feel the ascension, ascension process is really going to help you out. Okay, so I'm going to talk a little about ascension and then we're going to talk about how do you ascend because that's really going to help you if you are in that part of your life where you're like, hey, I really do want to ascend. I want that next level. I want things to be a little bit different than they are right now, whether that's with, you know, your relationship, your home, finances, you know what I mean, your mental health, that kind of thing. We're going to be talking about that. So ascension is different through awakening. In ascension, you're going to think about it as like a rising up in terms of spiritual growth, okay? You're going to be talking about raising and elevating your vibration. And it just kind of feels in a way like you are just a little bit new, a little bit different than you were. And if you think about it, we've actually been ascending and going through this cycle in our lives our whole entire life, okay? Because you ascended in maturity, you know what I mean? When you went from, you know, being a kid to being a teenager, and then from being a teenager to an adult, you know, that kind of thing, and then being an adult to even more of an adult, you know, that kind of thing. So you are also showing ascension in your relationships, okay? Because maybe you were insecure and things like that in a relationship, and then all of a sudden you started ascending and you started going up another level, another level in your relationship, okay? So, that is what we're talking about. Ascending really expands your awareness and your consciousness, okay? So think about it that way. You're becoming more aware, maybe becoming more aware of even what other people are, you know, thinking their viewpoint. Maybe you're starting to realize too that what people say and what people do mean way less about you and more about them. You start really embracing the fact that every person that you meet, including yourself, we are all living in our own dream. 
This is like a dream. That song, row, row, row your boat, life is but a dream. Seriously, that is the song that is so spiritual and that is so accurate because everybody is rowing their own boat in their own dream. That is the reason why sometimes you will never ever be able to get someone to think the way that you think. You will never ever be able to have them, you know, change their mind and things like that because they're in their own dream. That's why you cannot get through to them sometimes. You know, you cannot wake them the F up and be like, hey, you're not thinking right. It's because they're in their own dream. Okay, so before we get into the symptoms of ascension and also some of the things that you can help, you know, feel a little bit better while you're going through this process is I want to talk about how do you ascend, okay? Because if you are looking at your dream, if you're looking at this life, okay, and maybe you don't like some of the things that you're seeing or maybe you want to be a little bit different, maybe you're feeling a little bit stuck, okay? Here are some things that you can really do to help out and to really help this process move along. And the very first thing you're going to do is try to learn the lessons that are repeating in your life. And how you can see these lessons that you have to learn is because what have you been dealing with over and over again? What is constantly a problem for you? Because we really need to work on that. That is going to be the very first thing. Ascending is all about, you know, almost like graduating, if you will. You know what I mean? You took all the tests, you passed all the tests, that kind of thing. And now you get to ascend on the next level. So first off, are there any repeating cycles in your life? You know what I mean? Are you constantly choosing the bad guy in a relationship? Are you constantly, you know, keeping people at an arm's length away? Are you, you know, unhappy in your job, but you're not leaving it? You know, those kinds of things, you know, are you really feeling the desire to move, but you're not, you know what I mean? Are you feeling these things and you're not acting on them? Okay. So kind of look at that. Okay. Because that's going to be a little bit different from a couple of the other things I'm going to bring up. And one of them is going to be, you know, healing and doing your inner work. So this is going to be number two. So number one is going to be learning the lessons that are repeating in your life. Okay. Learning these lessons that keep on coming up over and over again, whether it's with a certain person, a certain thing in your life or whether it's just a certain thing that you do. Okay. So that's going to be number one. Number two is going to be healing and doing that inner work. Is there anything that keeps on coming up from your past that you need to heal from? Okay. Is there anything that maybe that is holding you back that maybe even makes you feel like you can't go forward because this or that happened to you or because this or that person, you know what I mean? Doesn't know that they hurt you or they haven't been punished enough or you can't forgive them or maybe the tables are turned and maybe it has to do with forgiving yourself about something that happened, letting yourself off the hook. Are you being too judgmental? You know what I mean? Are you way too critical of yourself, you know, over something that happened? So we really have to look at the healing process that needs to take place. Okay. But maybe you've done a lot of that. Maybe you've done a lot of that inner work. Okay. So then we're going to go on to something else. And that is number three is breaking habits. So think about and reflect on your day to day kind of things that you do and what kind of habits do you really need to break, right? What kind of things are coming to your mind right now when I say that? Because that is going to be a clue. 
So for instance, if I said that and all of a sudden you thought of like, I don't know why, but this is coming up your smoking habit. Okay. So maybe it's your smoking habit that you need to break. Maybe it is going to be your habit of always saying yes to people and things like that, because those habits, like that smoking habit is not all about like your health and your wellness. It's a reason behind the desire to smoke. And yeah, you could be like, okay, cause it feels good and things like that. Right. But Sometimes if you go to like a hypnotherapist, sometimes if you go to someone that can really talk it out, you will see that that could be covering up something else that's deep within you that maybe you even forgot about because it could actually be a coping mechanism. Okay. Now the same thing with always saying yes to people. Like, what is that about? Why don't you have boundaries? Is it because you don't feel good enough? Is it because you feel that other people deserve more, your more of your attention than you do? So we really have to look at these habits that you have in your day-to-day life. Okay, what in the world am I always doing that maybe is not serving me? Okay, so good habits, you can keep those all day long, okay? But do you have a habit of neglecting yourself? Do you have a habit of keeping all of your, you know, your insight in, all of your emotions in? You know, what kind of these habits are no longer serving you? Because maybe it's time to really reflect on them and try to let them go. And, you know, what is really coming up for me right now is that book, um, Tiny Habits by, I think his name is Ferris. Okay. So Ben Ferris, something like that. Anyways, I'll put the book in the show notes and that can might be able to help you get rid of some of like those habits that you have maybe around the house or with yourself, with your, you know, self care and things like that. And that could possibly help you out a little bit. But anyways, we are going to go on to number four and that is going to be overcoming a limiting beliefs because we really have to get out of the conditioning that we were given, you know, throughout our whole lives. You know what I mean? Not even just when we were children, but when we were young adults and things like that, all of these seeds have been planted. So we really need to look at these limiting beliefs we have. And so some of them might be around money. Okay. So that is a big one with a lot of people and especially in my family. And I swear to goodness, it's like you can't do anything sometimes to help people change their mind, kind of like we were talking about with the whole dream state, right? Because my family has severe money mindset issues and they are constantly talking about how much they don't have, you know, constantly in that lack mindset. And no matter how much I want to say like, hey, you know, switch that up and your life will change, you know, um, they're not really listening, right? <laughs> Love you all if any one of my family members is listening now. And it's really funny because, you know, I practice what I preach. So these things that I am telling you, it's not because I've read it in some book and I'm trusting the author is because I lived and breathed it. And so with my family, knowing me practically their whole life, right? Or my whole life. Um, it's so funny when they see me change my life around. And even in regards of finances, abundance, money, and things like that, it's so funny to me that they don't take my advice because, you know, I did it and I'm giving you the same tools that I did to change everything with me. But I know they think that I'm an exception to the rule and they can, you know, be making all these excuses and reasons on why I can do it and they can't, you know. Um, but the thing is, is that I was right there with them. And if you are having any kind of money troubles within yourself and that kind of thing, like, girl, I've been there, I've done that, all that jazz, you know, um, going ahead and really looking at how you are conditioned, you know, around money or whatever it is that's coming up for you, it's truly going to help. So I know for me, I always grew up, you know, knowing without a doubt, like 
okay, if you get money, it goes really easily, right? Because we would get money and I remember it would be so much fun when we had money. Um, it wouldn't last that long. It would last a few days. And I remember coming to my mom, you know, I'd be like, mom, I'm like 10 years old. I'm like, Don't you think we should save some of this money? Because next week we're not even going to have enough money to eat, you know? And that's what would happen is that my mom would get a whole bunch of money and it would be so much fun at first, you know? And then, you know, the next week we were broken than a joke. We don't have any food in the house. You know what I mean? We're getting evicted again, you know? we don't have our bare necessities and things like that and I started getting tired of that cycle and that's when I'd be like mom can we please do something about this you know um so those highs with the money would be less fun right because you know I'd be like oh my god like I want this Barbie doll but then again you know I would rather that $20 go for food next week because I know I'm really going to be hungry <laughs> I know it sounds so sad, so sorry about that. That's a trigger, but um, I want you to think about that for yourself and then be like, okay, I really, really need to heal this, you know? Um, money, you know, doesn't grow on trees. That is not a good thing to think about. Money is abundant. Money is energy. Money is all around us, so definitely look it up on YouTube, Instagram, and things like that. There are so many amazing money mindset people out there that can really help you, okay? But maybe it's health. Or maybe it's relationships. And then I just really want to invite you to go ahead and just dig in a little bit deep to some of those things and those beliefs that you have around those situations so that you can finally cut ties with them. Okay, cut ties with those beliefs. And honestly, I'm just going to give you one big thing to think about when it comes to limiting beliefs. It's going to be finding out where that core belief stems from where it originated okay where it came from who it came from how you felt you know peel back those layers okay and that's really really going to help you figure out okay this is the reason why i am thinking this and then just trust that you have that power to change that storyline okay someone or something around you was powerful enough to put that story into your mind and now you have the power take that story and rewrite it and change your mind. Okay. All right, man. I tell you what, this pocket episode is like, I swear to gosh, it is 1000% channeled from spirit. I am feeling higher than a kite right now as in the spiritual sense. And I, oh, wow. I just can't wait to keep going because guess what? We are now on to the symptoms of ascension. Okay. So here we go. So one of the first symptoms of ascension is going to be a change in your diet. And this is really funny because when I was researching a lot about ascension, this was one of the things that come up and I'm like, oh my God, like this is so true. And it happened with me and it actually happens with some people that I read too, because I'm like, okay, you are going through this transformation. So you're going to have to watch your diet. It is so true. So with me specifically, I just realized that my body couldn't handle a lot of the foods that I was consuming and to each their own with their diet. Okay. For me, it was like, I can't handle animal products that much. Like I loved shrimp and then I would be throwing up eating shrimp and those kinds of things. And then I started buying like canned meat cause I really wanted to eat the meat and no, like my body was just, you know, like, no, we can't do that. And from time to time I still eat meat now, you know, or I go through these, you know, this, these bouts, you know what I mean? Where I can and cannot eat certain things. And I think that just tells you of where you are in your ascension process. Okay. So definitely it seems like if you have just leveled up, okay, you are going 
going to be noticing a change in the foods and how they respond within your body. And that might not just be animal products too. That could be like dairy and things like that, but also could be that your body is desiring more water or can't handle alcohol, or maybe it's going to be more sensitive to caffeine, or maybe it's going to be, you can't do like raw vegetables that actually came up in a reading recently probably the very first time it did and I'm like wow don't be really doing a lot of raw veggies right now because it's not really good for your insides right now they're really trying to heal and I believe that it's like the um the residue I believe and like the fiber and things like that but anyways definitely take into account your diet and how it is sitting with you okay the second is going to be that you have a greater sense of compassion and empathy so this is going to be you you know what I mean you can't watch the news anymore you know what I mean you're just totally overwhelmed with that or maybe it's like you are exhausted around your friends who you used to love but now when they are going through certain things in their life it's like man I want to be there for you but it's like I am no good to you right now because I my heart is just way too big and I'm just wow I don't know what I can do or maybe you also feel like this compassion with the world and you want to like do those meditations to where you send energy to the whole entire world or maybe you know you are feeling that pull and I know for me my empathy especially in the last couple of weeks has been so 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 high and more so than usual in fact I recorded a few video videos that I wanted to put on my Instagram stories but I didn't and they were honestly of me crying and they were me crying over some of the loss that has been experienced and some of the people that follow me, some of the people that are in my life and, you know, they have experienced some incredible devastating losses. And even though behind the camera and things like that, I am always preaching how amazing, you know, spirit is and how, you know, all these things that I say and they are all true. But the thing is, is that I'm still human. And I just had such a great empathy for some of these people who have lost so much. So if you're one of them, my heart is seriously going out to you and I have cried tears for you. Um, and I've sent so much love and prayers to just about everybody's family. You know what I mean? Even if I don't know you're going through anything, I just feel like such a need to send more compassion and love, you know, to everybody. I feel like we all could use it. All right, so going down to number three of the symptoms of ascension, and that is going to be a desire to find your life purpose. So you are going to be like, okay, I know that there's more that I need to be doing in my life. There is this big call with inside of my heart, you know, or maybe you've even found your life purpose, okay? And if this is you, just know this is an ascending symptom, okay? So this means you're ascending, so that's awesome. But your life purpose is going to be an ongoing road, okay? It's going to be a path. It's going to be you just taking it one step at a time. And it's not really like a destination. And one thing that's coming up to me right now is Dorothy and the Wizard of Oz. Because she thought, okay, I got to Oz and everything is going to be amazing and that is it. But then she realizes how much that she's learned on her journey. And then she also realizes that Oz is not the end destination. You know what I mean? There's more to her story. There's more to her life than just Oz and going back home and things like that. Okay? So think about it that right now that you are just like Dorothy. All right. So number four is going to be you have an increased psychic awareness right? Your abilities might be off of the charts, right? You might be all of a sudden opening up to those abilities. Maybe you're actually starting to realize 
like, wow, I do have this quote gift, you know? So that is going to be something that's actually pretty common. And also number six is going to be, you are noticing more signs, more signs from your spirit guides, past loved ones and angels. Maybe it's going to be, you're noticing, you know, the 444-555-1111. And it's really funny as I'm talking to you about this, because I am like, wow, I wrote out all of these symptoms and I didn't even realize that I have a lot of them, even though I feel like I just ascended, which is another reason why that I wanted to do this podcast. But all of a sudden I'm like, wow, a lot of these are just like checking off the block. So let me know how you are feeling right now. Are you noticing a lot of these symptoms in your own life? Are you having some aha no moments? So definitely put those comments in the Rise Into Your Power group, create your own posts, email me. I want to hear them. Okay. So another one is going to be you have this sense or things are shifting with your friends and family dynamic, okay? So maybe all of a sudden you don't have the same friends as you used to have. Maybe they're blowing you off or maybe you don't really feel connected to them anymore or maybe you're feeling more guided to spend time with other friends and other people in your life, okay? Maybe you don't feel so close to family members or all of a sudden maybe you're more closer to some of them than them ever. So all this stuff is happening and it's changing, right? Because you are also changing. You know what I mean? Your mindset, your consciousness is growing growing. Your awareness is growing. So you might actually have more capacity to hang out with those family members that you normally wouldn't have. Or maybe you are realizing that they are really toxic and not good for you. And then maybe you're limiting that time with them. And the same thing with the friendships. Maybe you're really realizing this friend came into your life for a reason and for a season, but now they are not really good for you. And maybe you should spend less time with them. So think about that. We're going to go on to number seven is that you're having more paranormal experiences. So this could actually be anything from, you know, um, you are having knocks on your, you know, coming out of nowhere. You are experiencing, you know what I mean? Like crazy visions or, you know, deja vu moments. Maybe you're actually like just knowing when things are happening, your intuition is bang on, right? Like you totally knew that things were going to happen or all of a sudden, maybe you have, you know, felt your presence of a past loved one of yours or someone that you're with. Maybe you're talking with them and all of a sudden you get in this feeling like, oh my gosh, I feel like her mom's with me, her dad's with me. You know what I mean? Her brother, her sister, you know, is with me. So you're having those kinds of experiences. Number eight is overly emotional. So it's kind of like the greater empathy, but you're overly emotional all over the place. You know what I mean? Maybe you're a little, I hate to say it this way, but you know, a little bipolar, you know what I mean? Back and forth. Maybe you're angry and you're sad. You know what I mean? You just have all these different kinds of emotions and that is going to be a sign of ascending. All right. Number nine is going to be, you actually feel yourself breaking through these conditioning beliefs. You are starting to be like, whoa, wait a second. Why do I feel that way? Why do I think that way? Maybe you actually catch it when it's coming out of your mouth and you're like, oh, that's my mom talking, or that's my dad talking. That's my grandpa talking. He used to say that all of the time, you know, and now you're starting to fight back a little bit. Like, Hey, just because my family, my friends and everybody else think this way, doesn't mean that I have to. Okay. And something else that's really, no I'm noticing too, is even if you're religious and you're going to church and you're doing all those things, right. But you are still listening to me right now, or you are still into the psychic things or Oracle cards or whatever it is. Okay. You are breaking through those conditioning beliefs that, Hey, I can go ahead and pray to Jesus and be with God and believe in the Bible. And I can believe in this too. 
Okay. So maybe that's, that is really resonating with you right now. Okay. So number 10 is you have more awareness of yourself. Okay. So you are really coming into your own. Maybe you finally feel like, Oh my gosh, I totally get me now. I'm not afraid to really show little parts of myself, or maybe you're weaning people on to more parts of yourself. I know that a lot of people in my life just think that it's when you get older, you just get wiser and you also just get, you know, more, what is the word? You can't really handle a lot of the BS anymore. But what if it's not just age? What if it's because you're ascending? You know what I mean? Because you're going up another level. And now it's like, okay, I really don't care about that because I really need to take care of me. I really need to do me. I know what's going to make me happy. I know what I have to do for myself. And it's really funny because I thought that I was maturing in this last couple months. And now I'm realizing, I think it's because I have ascended into another level. So a lot of the things with me and my husband, which, you know, I love him to death. We have a great marriage. It is freaking amazing. He is my best friend, all that jazz. But the thing is, is that now I have realized like, okay, sometimes I am going to need something that either he can't provide or he can't come with me and he can't do. So maybe it's going to be that I need to have, you know, um, an afternoon break by myself, you know what I mean? Without him and that kind of stuff. Or maybe I'm going to have to not tell him I'm doing something, or maybe I'm going to be like, Hey, I can't handle you right now because you're cuckoo for coconuts. So I am going to have to like go. Okay. So sorry to leave you in the moment where you are going crazy, you know, but I, I, I got to take care of me. Right. And so, because you're kind of recognizing that what's going on in your, in your life and in your relationships, it's like not all about you. It's also them. And it's also maybe some things that they have to work out. And if you're trying to figure out what's going on with me and my husband, nothing is, you know, but I'm just thinking sometimes that he just goes crazy over the littlest of things, you know? So if you have listened to my other podcasts, just really quick, I want to tell you, you know, the issues with the things showing up, um, when he orders things and it's all wrong all the time, or, you know, if places going on a business, you know, things constantly being discontinued that he loves and stuff like that, that has not stopped. Okay. That is a constant thing in our house. And he just gets so wrapped around the edges and he is so crazy about it. And I can't handle that energy. You know what I mean? A lot. You know what I mean? And I am like, dude, like just can you, can I like order everything for you? Because it's going to make our life so much better. So sorry about this little tangent, but I just wanted to give you an example of something that maybe is going on in your life. And something that I realized that I have to do is that when my husband goes off like that, you know what I mean? I have to like disengage, you know what I mean? I have to, you know what I mean? Just, I don't know, maybe I'll have to go to the store. Maybe I'll come into my office. Maybe I'll meditate. Maybe I'll pull a card. Maybe I can just do whatever it is that I need to do because I can't be around that energy. You know, he's going crazy and like, he's not really going crazy. Okay. He's just venting. Okay. But I can't go down that venting roller coaster all the time with him. So I just want you to realize that you might be going through something like this. Okay, so number 11 is you feel more creative. This is bang on for me. OMG, WTF, like all of those acronyms, put them right here, right? Because my creative senses have been off the freaking hook. And I honestly think it's the reason why I really can't sleep right now is because I'm way too excited. I want to stay up and I want to create. So in case you guys don't know, I am creating something really freaking amazing right now. I, I just love it so much. I feel like it's just a big part of me and I can't wait to share it with you. Um, but then again, there's all these other little things that I'm working on as well that are smaller that are coming to me and I'm like, oh my God, I'm just so happy. So you might be feeling that exact same way too. All right. So number 12 is going to be, you're growing in your personal 
power, okay? Maybe you're like, hey, you know what, Heather? I don't have that problem like you do. You know what I mean? People can rant and rave or whatever like that. And I am just like, hey, I don't even care, you know, because I know I need to take care of me. They can take care of them. Like, I am feeling good. I am feeling confident, all that jazz, you know? I can stand up for myself. Like, I have better boundaries than I ever have. And that is you. Awesome. And that is the 12th symptom. Going on to number 13 is going to be a little bit of what we just talked about or the opposite of what we talked about. And that is going to be less intolerance for lower vibration conversation, lower vibration, people, places, things, all that, you know, into one. And what I mean by that is going to be, you can't deal with the drama that you used to be able to deal with. You just, you just can't even take it. Maybe you can't take gossip anymore. Maybe you're just like, okay, I just need no bullshit. You know what I mean? In my life, like forever, like I can't even handle like a little bit, or maybe it's just like, Hey, I can't handle as much as I used to. So just know that that is going to be a, a symptom so maybe it's gonna be gonna be a place that you used to hang out at but it doesn't have really good have energy anymore like the energy is just mm, not so good anymore all right so now we're going to on to number 14 and that is going to be changes in dream cycles you know and maybe it's also your dreams are becoming more vivid more crazy maybe not you know that kind of thing so um i really do think i'm going to open up the dream course um probably soon so let me know if you're interested in that because not everybody was able to get into it because your dreams are really going to be talking to you especially through the ascension process um and if they're not i maybe i can help you out with that during the course and that kind of thing but if you are starting to have more vivid dreams if you're having more or, you know, astral projection or sleep paralysis or all those kinds of things that is going to be talking to you about your ascending. All right. Number 15 is going to be you are finding it way easy to manifest. That means that all of a sudden the things that you're thinking about and stuff like that, they are just coming to you so easily, maybe with less effort than ever before. All right. Number 16 is you, you're feeling like you're out of your body at times, right? So I love this one because this literally just happened to me day before yesterday. So when I mean feeling out of your body, it just might feel like you are just so spiritually connected or you're connected to your higher power, or maybe you just feel so disconnected from the physical world and even, you know, physical people and that kind of thing. Maybe you're just feeling so off in that sense, you know, um, maybe you're even feeling a little more flighty, a little bit more goofy, a little bit more forgetful and things like that. And it's just because, well, first off you need to ground. Okay. You need to get more on this earth, right? It's all about balance, but it was really funny because I had done a psychic party and I mean, I was doing psychic readings probably for seven hours, right? Seven hours straight. And I remember I got into bed with my husband and stuff and I said to him, I'm like, man, I don't even feel alive. And he's like, what does that even mean? You don't even feel alive. And I'm like, well, you know, how people say, you know, I'm dead tired. You know, I'm like, I feel that way, but like the opposite, like I don't even feel alive, you know? And it's so funny because I didn't know into doing some of my research that this is actually an ascension symptom. So it's feeling like out of your body kind of crazy, you know what I mean? Only almost like disconnected, if you will. All right. So going to number 17 is going to be that you're feeling more pulled to be outside in nature. You know what I mean? Because that is where God's energy is flowing. Okay. We are part of energy. We keep on thinking like we stay in our houses and stuff like that and we're disconnected from the outer world. No, we are part of that world, you know? So we got to get out there. And a lot of times when we're going through this process, we really feel 
Like we need to get out. Like we feel drawn. Like maybe you want to go for more walks or you feel guilty spending the day inside when it's a beautiful day. Or maybe it's like you want to go on bike rides or, you know, you want to go to the park and things like this, you know, and maybe it's not even you feeling that desire, but you are constantly getting invitations to go out to go out and to hang out with people. So you might have that friend it's like, oh my gosh, yeah, let's go for a walk. Do you want to go for a bike ride? Do you want to do this? Do you want to do that? Then it could be them, you know, really trying to get you to feel, you know, a little bit better because it will make you feel better while you're ascending without them even knowing that they are doing that for you. Okay. They might not even be aware that they are trying to help you on that subconscious level. All right, number 18 is headaches. And I do have to say this disclaimer, I did not give it to you earlier, but everything that I say, I'm not a doctor, all that stuff is about my experience, you know, things I've read and all that jazz. So definitely always talk to your doctor 1000%. This is not anything that should be substituted for medical advice. So, but with headaches, what is actually happening on a spiritual sense is that you're getting more energy coming through from spirit and that comes in through your crown chakra, which is at the top of your head. And the same thing too, if you are really, you know, practicing your intuition and that kind of thing, that is going to be your third eye, which is located basically right between your eyebrows. And so that can actually cause a lot of stagnant energy inside of your head if you are not using and expressing that energy because there's way more and not just headaches, but honestly, it can also be like sinuses. It could also be like pain in your ears, ringing of your ears, you know, those kinds of situations. And so what you want to do if you are suffering from that is you really want to try and like write, you know, try to meditate, try to like move your body. Some of the things that we're going to be talking about in the 20 things to help you with these symptoms will help that as well. Okay, so stay tuned for that. 19 is going to be you have heightened sensitivity and unlike the empathy and things like that that we talked about, the sensitivity that I'm talking about here is going to be that you are more sensitive to energies that are around you. So you will be able to tell more about the people that you just meet like, oh, I don't like their vibe or when you walk into a room like, oh, I don't like the vibe of this room and that kind of thing. So you're more sensitive to where it's almost like you get that increased psychic awareness that we always talk about where it's like, okay, wait a second. I know what this person is going to say before they even say it, but it's like that vibe because you're sensitive. You can actually maybe even feel it. Maybe you're even becoming more clairsentient, which is that clear feeling, you know what I mean, inside of your body. All right, so number 20. Congratulations, guys. So happy that you stuck with me this long. And it is going to be spiritual flu. Yes. And this is 1000% what I had when I came home from that party in the next day, I had the spiritual flu and for the spiritual flu is, it's going to feel like an energetic hangover. It basically feels like you are hungover, like you drink way too much liquor and maybe you even mixed, you know, liquor with beer and all these things. If you know what I'm talking about, right? When maybe you had a little bit too much to drink. That is what it feels like. It can also feel like too, like you just had like way too much sugar as well. And you were just like, oh my gosh, like I know I was drinking a lot of Prosecco after my mom passed and oh my gosh, they, they had so much sugar inside of Prosecco and I was like feeling hungover like every day, but that was like a real hangover. What I'm talking about now, it feels the same way, but it's spiritual. Okay. And that was because I was working with spirit for so long, you know, for the seven plus hours and things like that. And so I really, really felt like that energetic hangover. So you might feel like that too. You might not feel like that every single day. It might come in waves. Like for example, I might feel that after this podcast, just because I feel so highly connected talking right now. And I really feel like a lot of this stuff is channeling and whoo, man, 
going to have to ground. I'm going to have to take some of these um, things that I'm about to tell you and make sure that I take care of myself so I can come back down to earth and feel a little bit better. Okay, so that are those are your 20 ascension symptoms. So let's get into the 20 things that you can do to help these issues. All right, the number one thing is going to be and I just said this, but I just have to say it again, right? Is going to be talking to your doctor about anything, keeping up with your doctor's appointments. Okay. Going ahead. If you don't like your doctor, freaking switch that doctor, go to a different doctor, you know, a naturopath. If you want to, if you want to try something that's more holistic and stuff like that. Awesome. But the thing is, is that when you are ascending, right, your body is also going through a lot of changes. So we kind of talked about that with our food and things like that. And so you want to make sure that you stay up on anything, right? Because you also might become allergic to something that you never were allergic to before. You know, all of a sudden, you know, like for me, you know, I went in for ear pain, came out with narcolepsy, you know what I mean? So, you know, you want to go ahead and, you know, make sure that you're talking with your doctor and things like that, just so that if anything happens and stuff like they can help you, you know, mitigate at least tell you what is wrong so that you can go ahead and even use a natural approach to get it better. Okay. I'm not saying that you have to take their medications and go through their procedures and things like that, but they could actually pinpoint where it is. And then you can even go down that spiritual rabbit hole and figure out, okay, what are the spiritual reasons for this and what can I do about it? Okay. All right. So that is the number one. Number two is meditate. I know you did not want to hear that one. Okay. I'm not a great meditator myself, right? But meditation is really, really going to help. Okay. It is going to be like your recharging station. Think of meditating as you are plugging yourself in to source energy. Okay. It is going to help you. And at first it might not feel like you're getting a lot of voltage, if you will, but after a while you're going to, man, like my light is shining a lot brighter. So almost maybe even think of it as a battery. Okay. And you're charging your battery. And the more that you do it, the stronger your battery is going to get because You've got a rechargeable battery. Yeah. Okay. So number three is going to be being more mindful. And that is just going to be every single day, just trying to tune in with yourself a little bit more. How is your body feeling? What is happening? More situational awareness around you. Okay. So I want you to, you know, pay attention, you know, when you are doing things, if you are that type of person who is constantly bumping into walls, you know what I mean? Hitting your knee on tables, you know, things like that. You got to get more mindful, get into the moment. Okay. We got to get into the power of now. All right. So number four is going to be decreasing your technology. This is really, really going to help out in all levels. Okay. Because it's going to be much better for your health, you know, cause your eyes and all that kind of jazz, and it's going to help you increase your melatonin production, you know, so you can sleep a little bit better, you know, at night, you know, it's also going to help you, you know, with your posture and things like that. Cause you're not always going to be looking at your phone, looking at your computer and that kind of thing, but it is also going to help you get up and out and doing other things. And you're not going to be so involved, you know, in the technology that you have usually been consuming. All right, number five is more writing. So we really need to get a lot of our thoughts and our emotions out. And on paper is perfect. It is great. There is something about it. And I feel like psychiatrists and things like that have proved this, that when you are actually writing it out, it does more to the subconscious mind, which is the rulers of our world basically. And it really does have an impact. So I really want you to write it out, especially if you're one of those people who are having those ascension symptoms of, you know, feeling really emotional and empathic and those kinds of things, you know, we really need you to write more, write a journal, write whatever you want in it. But I really encourage you to, to really talk and write about 
what is bothering you, what is in your soul, what is in your heart. Maybe not what has just happened that day. You know, write about anything that you feel emotional about. All right, so number six is ground in nature. And this is what I am going to be doing right after this podcast. And you can go ahead and you can take your shoes off and you can walk around on the grass, that kind of thing. You can go ahead and hug a tree. You know, you could do all of those things. And it's really going to help out. But honestly, even just being outside is going to help. Having that sun just touch your skin for five, 10 minutes is really going to be grounding. Just going outside and looking around and Breathing in that air is going to be so refreshing and helping and it's going to help revitalize your body, your cells, okay? I also encourage you to do one other thing. And we talk about this in the dream course, but I just wanted to give you this is I want you to see if you can go for a walk outside and it would be helpful if it's like in the morning, but any time of the day is going to be okay. And I want you to not wear your glasses, your sunglasses or your prescription glasses. And I also want you not to wear your contacts. And the reason being for this is because vitamin D comes through. Sorry about this, guys, but I have to tell you this because spirit is telling me to tell you this. So there's a lot of people that might have to hear this. And that is because vitamin D does get processed through our skin. However, another crucial way that vitamin D gets processed is through our eyes. But the only problem is, is that the rays cannot penetrate our glasses, our sunglasses, prescription glasses, or even contacts. So if you are someone who has bone loss, vitamin D deficiencies, or anything along those lines, you actually might be very, very happy to find this out. And maybe you find this very beneficial as well, that going ahead and taking that walk, especially when the sun is rising, you know, even when it's setting can help as well. And it can get that sun into your eyes and know in the, um, the windows also don't work, you know, it doesn't penetrate that. So Definitely try those things out. All those are very grounding. If you can't get outside in nature, because I know that winter is coming up, you're going to want to eat a lot of foods, right, that are very grounding, okay? So this is going to be like onions, turnips, carrots, all those ones, radishes that are grown in the ground. Try to get a little bit of those inside of your body. And if you have any questions about that, definitely look at my book, Anxiety to Angels, because I do go into a little bit more of the grounding. All right, number six is going to be more body care. And what I mean by this is massages, all right? Rest, lotioning up your body. You gotta get in more contact with your body, okay? Because your body is your vessel. It's like your car, all right? So you have to make sure that you're putting good oil in it, you know, AKA good food, you know, give it a wax, you know, going ahead and, you know, scrubbing it down, give it in a good cleaning, okay? So doing that, and that could be coming in the forms of, you know, a salt bath, you know, a bubble bath. Maybe it's going to be getting a facial. So really taking care of your body while you're ascending is going to be so helpful. You are going to feel so much better. All right, I think we are now on number eight, and that is going to be more movement. I know I said this a zillion times, right? We've got to move our bodies a little bit more. If you can't move, then at least try sitting less, okay? Because, you know, man, there's so much stuff happens to our body when we are sitting, okay? Our organs are crushed, you know what I mean? They're not getting the blood flow, the oxygen flow, right? Then you also talk about our posture, all this kind of stuff. So we need to sit less and we need to move 
more. Doesn't mean you have to go freaking to Zumba, okay? Does not mean you have to freaking run a marathon. You can if you want to, right? But just walking a little bit more. Once an hour, getting up from your desk and walking around. Maybe it's going to be, you know, going ahead and putting on some music and dancing and that kind of stuff. Whatever you can do, just get a little bit more movement into your life. That is going to help out too because the energy that is coming through from spirit, from your ascension, is going to be able to move. And get this, the more you move, the more that you are vibrating and the higher you are vibrating and the higher you are vibrating and the better mood you get into. So it's kind of crazy. That is, you know, the scale of vibration. So we're going to move on to a number nine and that is connect every day to spirit. So however you want to connect, whether that's daily prayer, affirmations, pulling a card, whatever it is, meditating, doing yoga, try and connect every day. And the whole freaking purpose of this podcast is to have you doing this all throughout the day. The name of this podcast is The Spiritual AF Life because I want you to get into the habit of taking some of the things that I talk about and then sprinkling it all throughout your day so that you have that spiritual guidance and insight all throughout your day and not just when you're with a psychic or meditating and things like that. So going ahead and working on that. I talk to spirit constantly all day long. They are like my invisible best friend. And I'm just always asking questions or guy, you know, okay, is there anything I need to know? No, okay, good. All right, what was that? Was that a ghost? Nope, it wasn't. Okay, cool. Okay, I'm cooking this. You know what I mean? This is good for me. You know, like, hey, is my son lying to me? Is he telling me the truth? Okay, we're good. All right. So little things that you can do all throughout the day and practicing your intuition is going to be awesome. All right, number nine is drink moon water. So it's not just in regular water. Water is going to do really good for you. But I thought that I put a little pizzazz on some of this and I say, hey, drink some moon water. If you don't know how to make moon water, I will put a link in the show notes. But basically what you want to do is going ahead and taking like a jar and I want you to fill it with, you know, maybe purified water if you can, at least filtered water. And then you're going to put it underneath the moon, even on the edge, inside by the window, that kind of thing or outside is fine as well. And do this when there is like a full moon, you're going to get the most, you know, benefits from it because the full moon has a lot of yang energy, but you can also do a new moon, eclipses and things like that. And then really set that intention and drink it and that kind of thing. And that can also help heal you, help you raise your vibration. You know, there's a lot that can go into it. So I will let you um, research a little bit of that. Going on to number 11, that is create a vision board. And I literally have a vision board right now on my phone. It's the background on my phone. Love it to death. And the reason for this is because I want you to really think to yourself, like, what do you want in this life? Like, what would you like? You know, if no one was to see your vision board, what the F would you have on it? I want you to think about that. All right, going to number 12 is you've got to record your dreams. Gotta, gotta, gotta record your dreams, okay? So that's it. Literally, that's it. Just record your dreams. Make sure you write them down. <laughs> okay, so now we're going on to number 14, and that is going to be sleep to a sleep schedule. And this is not just because of your dreams, but this is going to be because of your body and your mind. And remember, you're going through things even if you don't feel like you are, you know, like maybe like, oh, no, it's no big deal. I don't have that many ascension symptoms and things like that. Your body is still feeling it and your body is incredible and it is amazing, but it's also very delicate. And it's also very vulnerable. And I don't believe that a majority of us realize how sensitive our bodies really are. 
And so we really got to take care of that. And it really can't do a lot if we're not getting that sleep. We're not getting into those sleep cycles and that we are not getting that restorative sleep for our bodies and our minds. Okay. So really try to do that. It's really going to help out a lot. All right. Number 15 is live the Tao. So if you don't know what Tao is, T-A-O, that is the way. Okay. And basically what it is, is that just follow the way. So if people are leaving your life, allow them to leave. If people are coming into your life, allow them to come in and then just allow yourself to float. You know, you just play your part and that is it. Don't try to make challenges. Don't try to fight things. You know, don't try to all these things that we do to try and create inner turmoil. Well, we don't really try to create inner turmoil, but that's what ends up happening. So I've said this before go ahead and trust in spirit, right? Trust to the very last moment and then beyond. Okay. If you want something to happen and it's not happening, keep that faith, keep that trust. And then if it doesn't happen, then keep that trust that it didn't happen for a reason. And then something else better is in route. Definitely, definitely follow that one. All right. Number 16 is take opportunities that are presented to you, especially ones that you love. So if you are like getting lots of invitations to like, take this course, take this class, do this workshop, go on this trip, do this retreat, whatever it is, do it. If you love it, if you want it. Right. And I don't mean like, Oh, well, I would love it, but my husband would complain. Oh, I would love it, but the money, no, 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 no. Right. Right. And you just take it. You just do it. And I just want to say one thing on this is think back on a time where you actually, you know, did something and maybe you didn't have the money for it or whatever. And think back on it. Guess what? You had the money for it. You survived. You know what I mean? You kept on going. And aren't you happy that you did it? Aren't you? Or think back on a time where you didn't do something because maybe money was tight. How are you feeling about that now? Like, are you wishing like, man, maybe I wish I would have done it. So think about that. And I'm not just talking to that about my stuff. No, I'm saying like any teacher out there, any kind of, you know, topic that you are passionate about, this is definitely your sign to do it. All right. Number 17 is more music in your life. More, more, more music. Music soothes the soul. So whether it is that you're listening to music when you cook dinner, when you first wake up in the morning, you know, however you want to do it, but music soothes the soul and definitely get those, you know, oldies in from when you were a teenager and stuff like that. They have anti-aging properties in them. They've helped you feel younger, all that jazz. There's lots of good scientific, um, psychological kind of crap or whatever like that, that proves that that is, um, really helpful. So, but it doesn't matter just get some music playing all right number 18 connect to the things that you loved as a kid because this is also going to help you out with your life purpose this is going to help you feel a little bit better it's going to help you feel a little bit younger hopefully a little bit more energetic so i know me i love to like rollerblade when i was a kid and i love to draw and i love to write and i love to do all these things so what did you love to do as a kid and i said this before if you don't remember what you love to do as a kid and you know what you got to do? You got to talk to someone who knew you as a kid. So whether it was your mom, your friend, your brother, your sister, your aunt, your uncle, it doesn't matter. You ask them, hey, what do you remember about me always doing when I was a kid? And then try it out. Don't just think to yourself, oh, I don't like that or I'm too old for that, blah, 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 blah. No, do it. You know how I felt putting on those rollerblades after freaking probably like 20 freaking years? You know what I mean? I was like, oh my God, I'm going to break a hip and I'm going to die and all these other things. No. Well, I still might break something, but man, I got on those rollerblades and it was like I never left. So do the same thing. It's very, very energizing and connecting. Just try it. Okay. So now we're going on to number 19, create a to-do list every day. 
And the reason why I want you to do this is because for two reasons. The first reason is because I want you to get everything out of your freaking mind. Okay. I want you to not have so much going on in your mind. And then the other reason is because I want you to have realistic expectations about what you can get done in a day because so many of us put too much on us and we're like, Oh, I'm gonna get this done, this done, this done, this done, this done. Okay. Okay. I don't know how many freaking hours you have in a day, but I only have so many. Right. And so you got to be a little bit easier on yourself and be like, Hey, I'm putting this on my to-do list and that's all I'm gonna be able to get done. All right, number 20, it's kind of like anti, you know, number 16, I mean, number number 17, but it is more silent, okay? So I do want you to get more music in your life, but it's all about balance. I also want you to have more silence in your life. And a couple of things that I've always preached is that now, majority of the time, 99% of the time, I am driving in silence, okay? Because that is my time to get all my thoughts out. If there's any thoughts that need to get out. It's my time to meditate. Yes, I do meditate when I'm driving. Basically, it's just not really truly meditating. It's mindfulness. I'm being mindful of being on the road. I'm being mindful of my car. I'm being mindful of, you know, what is happening. And then I'm also practicing my intuition in the car. So I will just practice like, okay, you know, what, where's that car going? You know, they're going to the left, they're going to the right, those kinds of stuff. So I also use that time for spirit to give me any kind of download. And I also do not listen to music in the shower or podcasts in the shower or anything else like that because that is my time with my body. And I really think that that would be a good habit for you to take in as well. All right, now we made it to number, well, I think I said 20, but I think I said 21. So I don't know. It's either 20 or 21. Okay. Are you ready? It's going to be raising your vibration at home. So this is going ahead and making some changes in your house that will make you feel better because you'll be increasing the vibration. So a couple of things that you can do to increase the vibration in your home is going to be getting more plants inside of your home. Okay. So that is going to bam automatically get real plants, right? Cause plants have real plants have the energy. Okay. So you could go ahead and bring those inside. That's really going to help the raise the vibration. Okay. You can also bring in more things that you love, whether it's going to be your favorite pillow, favorite blanket, you know, favorite trinket, that kind of stuff change the pictures in your house. Okay. So I know we all have like the same pictures up over and over again, change it and bring up even more pictures that you love of times that you spent with family and things like that. And you know what? Um, if you haven't gotten my sacred house guide, then reach out to me so you can send me an email at Heather Danielle medium at gmail.com and I'll send it over to you. Um, but yeah, there's a sacred house guide that I created that now I'm thinking, okay, this could really, really help out. Okay. And also getting rid of things that you hate. So if there's something that you really, really hate, you have to just do something about it. Okay. Because that is in the back of your mind constantly. Okay. And it could be making you feel a little bit more sluggish. It could be making you feel, you know, fatigue and things like that. Even if you don't even realize that it's bothering you that much, believe me, psychology could probably show that it is, you know? So we really want to get rid of some of those things you hate. All right. What did you guys think about that? I can't believe that I have spent this long talking to you about this, but I feel like it was really, really needed. So I hope you got a lot out of it. I hope you took some notes or I hope that, you know, you have a little bit of a mental list of things to try. Let me know how it goes and I will see you into the Rise Into the Power group on Facebook. I will talk to you guys there.